Blog Talk Radio. Aloha and welcome to this week's edition of Spiritual Journey. It's, I'm your host, Geraldine St. Joseph. Formerly, well, I guess I could still call myself Hawaii Psychic uh, Geraldine St. Joseph, but we are leaving the island at the end of August. And today we're going to discuss clearing the emotional decks or cleaning out your closet which is basically the same thing, or can be very similar, I should say. Many of us are going through major, major changes right now. A lot of people feel this shift in energy. Uh, Some people associate it with the changes that are to come in 2012. Uh, Other people just see it as a continuation of an energetic that started in the 80s, which is also connected to 2012 uh, through the Mayan calendar anyway. Whatever the cause and whatever your belief is, with the economies as they are throughout the world and with the social consciousness changing in our world day by day, there are major changes afoot and we all know it and we all feel it. And whether or not we decide to engage in it is the question. That's up to us. There are certain points and certain things that you cannot turn your back on that there's no way you're going to be able to ignore it. And even though you feel, you may feel that things are, oh, well, that's happening to them or that's happening over there, the truth of the matter is it's a small world. As much as we want to say that we live here and that's happening over there, it's a very small world. What's happening in the Gulf actually is is impacting the entire world. We don't feel it really heavy yet here in Hawaii, but the oceans are all connected. It's all one waterway. It's all one water system. And scientifically and otherwise, it's very obvious that this is going to impact us for a long time to come, and we need to figure out what we're going to do about it and what we're going to do overall. Right now, what we can do as individuals is engage each other and engage ourselves and become more aware of what's happening around us. So that's one of the things that one of the first things that is good to do is to clean out your clean your emotional decks. You need to make room for bigger and better things to come in. You need to make sure that you're on an even uh, even ground. Make sure that you are creating a good foundation for yourself as you move forward. So many of us are making efforts to try and make things better, and we don't see the results. We feel like we're spinning our wheels. Uh, some of us have done things where you are working at something for years, and you never see the fruit. And people always say, well, what you put out, you'll get back, and this, that, and the other thing. It becomes hard to believe after a while, after you keep banging your head against that same wall. Well, Einstein said the only true insanity is repeating the same process over and over and expecting a different result. (coughs) Now, we understand that this is before Microsoft came into being, but when it comes to real life, you try things once, you try it twice. If it's not working, you need to try something different. You need to attack it from a different angle. We need to figure out what is stopping us from moving forward. Oftentimes, it's something internal and something we don't even realize we're doing. Uh, I recently came to the realization 
upon working with uh, my friend Shaman Christopher uh, and his wife Marla, we were doing a prosperity consciousness. And I've done these kind of things before, but we did a practice that we hadn't done before, which was asking questions and then answering it with your non-dominant hand, which for me is my right hand. And some of the answers I received uh, that I wrote, I couldn't believe when I went back and I read it. And it's not like I, I channel or it was automatic writing or anything like that, but using your non-dominant hand, it really comes from the subconscious. And I had a belief that if I made too much money or if I was too successful, I would not be seen as feminine. And for whatever reason, I actually attracted um, or drew men to me who were not, not really successful, not very ambitious people who did feel very threatened at any type of successes that I had. So then I kind of downplayed everything I was doing. So that's something you need to look at, one of the blocks that you need to, to figure out. Um, it looks like we already have a caller. So we're going to take that call and see what kind of a question they have. Aloha, can you hear me? Yeah, Aloha. Hi. Hi, Hi, how are you? Good Carolyn. Good, thanks. How good are you? Or good morning. <laughs> yeah, it's good well, afternoon for us, for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's good afternoon for me. Okay, so I had a question, and I was hoping you could kind of give me anything that you're getting on it. I Okay, um, does it have to do with our topic? Because we only take questions related to topic. Okay, so what is your mm-hmm. topic today? The topic today is clearing your emotional decks or cleaning out your closet, which okay. is about making space so that we can move ahead. If, if you feel like you're blocked, like trying to find a job or something like that, and you keep running into okay, it feels like you're not getting yeah. anywhere, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have to clear my emotional closet, and I have to clear my deck on this issue. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. going to be my fourth attorney. They, okay. Okay. I'm in the middle of a really icky, messy, kind of cuspy thing with my ex. He's been abusing, sexually abusing my um, And um, I'm trying to find an attorney to take this journey with me. Mm-hmm. Asked two attorneys I had dumped me. Are you still um, there, Carolyn? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. So the last two attorneys I had dumped me. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find a new one. Then I know it's well, all Spirit me. Is saying, yeah, Spirit is saying that um, part of what you need to look for is somebody who's really tenacious because it feels like what you're up against is that the other person – what the attorneys are facing is that they feel like there's not really enough evidence to go with and they feel like they're putting themselves out on a limb and that's why they're not dealing with it. They don't want to deal with it because with um, with that type of accusation, you really need to have a really solid case in order to move forward. And you would need somebody who's really tenacious and who really will dig and look at alternates. The sense that I get is that although that may be the reason why you're going for soul custody, that 
that you may have to use other tactics. You may have to find other things to look at, um, either to back you that like up or to. You mean like do a yeah, like, change instead or do uh, termination of parental rights or? Something, yeah. It feels like there's there's another way to, you keep going at it from this certain angle. And Spirit's saying there's a different angle that you could take that would be more effective. So you need to look at the whole situation and almost, and I know this is almost impossible because I'm a mom, but take that off the table and look at everything else and say, okay, with everything else, what can I use for my benefit? What can I use to change this situation or at least to make it more um, top-heavy on my side and then once I have all that established, if I need to bring in this issue again, I can. But do I have enough to turn the tables just without that? Because it's such a, a hot button that a lot of people don't want to don't want to touch it. It's, it's like playing hot potato, because you're really if if there's any question at all, you're looking at completely altering someone else's life for the rest of their lives with that accusation. So that's why a lot of people don't want to touch it. Do you see anything so for the outcome or for the um, like the timing or the outcome? Do you see anything or getting anything on that at all? Well, I think you you probably need to do like a full-on reading because it, it's too complicated an issue. It doesn't feel like something we'll be able to take care of in like five minutes. It feels like something yeah. where there's too many too many balls in the air right at the moment and there's um there's a lot of questions there's a lot of things that still are not clear around you um to say which way it's going to go the only thing that i do get is if things continue as they are right now <clears throat> it does not feel like you're going to get what you're going for and it feels like um you'll have some small victories but not you're not going to get exactly what you want so that would be something that you would need to really look at. It's really interesting. Like everybody says, yeah, I, I do understand what you're saying. Everybody says he's not going to tell the truth. I lived with him for 20 years. Eventually he's going to tell the truth. If push comes to shove, he will tell the truth. There are other victims out there that may or may not mm-hmm. be able to come forward. But I believe, mm-hmm. honest to God, that if he's pushed the right way, he will tell the truth. And mm-hmm. no one seems willing to get anywhere near that, you know? Yeah, that's why so. it just feels like you have to find a real bulldog to go after him. Because you have to be real tenacious. It's got to be something where he gets hit and hit and hit before he'll, before things come clean. It's not going to be an easy process, and it's going to take a, a long time. So your first concern is how do you protect your child while this is going on? Well, it's and already taken. Thing, yeah, it's already long? taken over a year and a half, right? It's yeah. already taken over a year and a half, and I, I'm, I'm thinking though. I think it's going to actually. I'm optimistic. I'm kind of psychic myself. I think it's going to move significantly within the next eight weeks. But I do think he's going to tell the truth eventually, and he's going to go to prison for what he's done. He's molested other kids too, and um, I believe that that at least one of those other families is going to come forward before that it's over. Um, well then, focus on that. Really use that. If if that's how you really feel, that's what your gut is telling you, or your intuition is telling you, and you're sitting yeah. in the situation, 
then make that your intention. Focus on it, pray on it, ask your guardian angels to help you call on Jesus and ask them to please bring this to a swift resolution for the greatest good of all involved and to bring together whatever it is that's necessary to, um, to bring this to a close quickly. So it does feel like you're going to find somebody, but it's a matter, you know, of really looking at finding somebody who's very tenacious, who's yeah. going to keep keep at it. So, that but if you can, uh, it, yeah, and it just feels like, yeah, you have to come at it from a different angle. Like there's um, there's more, there are more different ways that you can get this resolved, and probably bringing in somebody else who this has happened to would be key. If you could do that, and if you could find someone who would be willing to move forward with that, right? Um, okay, Geraldine. So, so I, yeah, thank you so much for that. That was really wonderful. Now I want to change topics and just kind of put something out there to you. Okay, so I've been okay. on the spiritual path for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and I just discovered a new angel reader the other day. Okay, I'm not going to miss your name. Mm-hmm. The whole Buddhist thing, right? The whole not the task mm-hmm. thing. Okay, so what uh-huh. she's putting out now is she's saying that what everybody should be praying for, basically she's saying it's the end times, and it's going to get much, much worse mm-hmm. before it gets better, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's saying what she wants everybody to do is to say a prayer, and this is her prayer. Are you ready? Okay. Uh-huh. Per, um, I am not, dear God, angels, whatever, I am not to be moved by anything that I see or nor anything that I hear. And now, now, having said that, and actually I'm going to try it mm-hmm. because it's an interesting affirmation. Mm-hmm. However, okay, however, mm-hmm. it seems to me that one of the things that we do as human beings is to try to, yes, I get the Buddhist thing, I get the detachment thing, I get all that, okay, on the one hand. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if the best we can do is pray for detachment, you know what I mean? Like, is detachment yeah. denial? Is detachment, de- you know what I mean? It, and doesn't that just kind of See, you? I think... I think not being moved, I think the way she's looking at it as a Buddhist is to not be, not to become overly emotional, but to hold on to your faith no matter what happens, to hold yeah. on to that peace and remain centered no matter what happens. That's the way I would take it. Yeah. I don't think it's not to be moved so that you don't do anything about it, which would be de- denial or act like it's not happening, but more to do it with so that you're coming from a higher place and you're doing everything with a sense of love in your heart and a sense of purpose that remains pure no matter what happens around you. Yeah. That's, that's what I get from that. Well, we have another caller, so I'm going to um, That's okay. I'm going to hey, let you thanks, go. Thanks, Carolyn. Um, have a blessed day. You too, and I'll keep you my prayers. Thank you. Uh, thank you so Bye-bye. much. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Aloha. We have a caller with a 901 area code. Hi, Hello. are you there? Hello. Hello. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. How are you today? Yeah. Doing pretty good. Good. I am too. <laughs> Do you have a, a question or a comment on our talk topic? Okay. Um, what is the topic? I just ch- tuned into your show. The topic is clearing the emotional decks or cleaning your closet. And we're talking about um, how to get past blocks that stop us from achieving what we need. Well, I've got some blocks that are not really clear to me, but I feel blocked in a lot of areas as it pertains That's to money. That's usually the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want to know how to get past all this. But the We're word doing everything is right. 
Uh-huh. So what we're going to be doing, if time permits, is that we are going to be doing a meditation in order to go in and try and, and clear ourselves energetically of things. And so we're going to be talking about different um, practices we could use to try and um, remove things energetically and physically to get things moving. Okay. So that's what, uh, that's what we're talking about today. So did you have a specific question? Oh, no, I probably just need to listen. I've got a lot of questions that I don't even know how to put into words anymore. <laughs> oh. Well, if you wanted to schedule um, a reading with me, a personal reading with me, uh, you could always contact me either through Blog Talk Radio or through my website, psychicinhawaii.com. And for any of our callers, just mention that you were a caller and I'll do special pricing. Okay. So, all righty. All righty, thank you. You are welcome. Blessed be. Bye-bye. Okay, so so we're talking about clearing your emotional decks, uh, otherwise known as cleaning out your closet. What we can do to start, actually, on a physical level that helps us is you start by physically doing things different. Uh, number one, if you're pretty sedentary where you're not very active and you're not doing a lot physically, is to become more physical. Start walking, um, go swimming if you have that option. Play the Wii, you know, do the boxing or the tennis or whatever on the Wii that gets you up and moving. But start moving. Get your blood pumping. Your blood and your oxygen is very important, which that sounds kind of stupid, but it is because most of us breathe very shallow and we don't move very much, so we're not getting the aerobic workout that we need. Even if you just do things, you know, 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, 5 minutes here, 5 minutes there, it's better than not doing anything. Don't feel like... So many people allow themselves to be stopped because they feel like, oh, I have to do two hours of workout a day. You don't have to do two hours of workout a day. It might be good if you could do that. Not all of us have that kind of time, especially if we're parents or we're, we have a lot of responsibilities here or there. So if you can grab 10 minutes in the morning, I do in my shower, I have like a stand-up shower, and I do like push-ups in the shower to keep my arms toned because that's when I have time to do it. And it feels good and you have the hot water on your back and you're, you're doing push-ups in it and it feels good. Things like that where you utilize time that you otherwise, it's kind of like multitasking, which I know right now is a bad word. However, multitasking gets things done. Um, you can still be focused and be doing something physical. There are exercises I do with my hands to keep my uh, my fingers limber because I had arthritis. I don't believe I have it anymore, but I had arthritis for a long time. So I do things to make sure my hands stay um, limber. Doing that kind of thing. Another essential is sunlight. If you cannot get in the sun, then somewhere in your household you should have at least one lamp with a full spectrum UV bowl that you sit under for a couple minutes a day. And it's, it's, don't be excessive with it because it's not healthy to be excessive with it or with anything. However, to do 10 minutes a day where you're getting that sunlight, it, it puts vitamin D into your system. Vitamin D helps you utilize uh, calcium. K2 
calcium helps you to utilize other minerals, and all these things together help you feel better and create a, a sense of well-being that we all need and we all strive for. The other thing is to actually go into your home, wherever you are, whether you live in a small room, whether you live in a big house, but to go through your area and figure out what is it that you can get rid of. Especially, look at items that are either associated with a period of time or were given to you by someone who turned out to be really negative, that holds negative energy. For instance, um, I read recently that you should really get rid of all the jewelry that your old boyfriend gave you. Now, I don't really believe in that because I believe that when they give you that, um, there's positive energy to it. But if it was given as a guilt gift, like he was cheating, so he bought you that to try and get your mind off the fact that he was cheating and you found out later that that, you know, that's why you got that really nice necklace or something like that, that is something that you don't want the energetic of. So go trade it in. Find something different. Um, once you lose weight, getting rid of old clothes. Uh, as you move forward, uh, right now we're about to do a, a big, big move back to the mainland. And we will be getting rid of probably 99% of what we own um, because I feel that we need to release all the energy that is that accumulated while we were here, especially during a particular six-year period where um, we were not in the best situation. So doing that will help clear out that energy. Also, you know, for the trip, if you have a, a garage sale and things like that and you're handing things over to someone else, it's a completely different energetic for them. It's a new energetic for them. And you're releasing, releasing, releasing. Part of it is just mental, is that, you know, you're letting go of something. But part of it is energetic. And then, of course, the space that you have in your home. And this all creates space energetically and otherwise for bigger and better things to come. And isn't that what we all want? Isn't that what we're all striving for, is for things to get better? Aren't you tired of being stagnant? Don't you want to move forward and have peace and prosperity in your lives? You need to be much more aware. And as you're going through, especially as you're going through your closets and going through things, um, I always had this, um, I don't know, belief or whatever, where if I did not look at something or use it in a year, I didn't need it, and I would just get rid of it. So whatever it was that was sitting there for a year, of course, you know, you have certain things that you have to keep, like tax papers and um, seasonal items that you may only pull out once a year. But for the most part, if you don't use something in a year, it's really not that necessary. Look at everything you're pulling out. Look at your possessions. What makes you hold on to those things? How hard is it for you to let go? What emotions are coming up as you're looking at different things? This is something you really need to consider. Why are you holding on to that? Now, I can understand uh, I still have a piece of clothing from a favorite uncle that I still wear, and he died almost 14 years ago. 
things like that that are sentimental have a, a value. Your grandmother's china, things like that. But things that hold an emotional charge that's not necessarily a positive emotional charge, you really don't need that. Get rid of it. There's very little, for instance, if you lost a grandparent and you're going through the house, you don't need to keep everything in the house. Choose one thing or two things that you know were precious to them and hold on to those things and release everything else. Just let it go. That makes room. <coughs> Excuse me. That creates a difference for you. And it lets them go too, energetically. So that they have more more freedom in spirit to do what they need to do. Sometimes we hold on to people and we trap them here and, and they really don't need to be trapped here. And it's really not fair. They did what they needed to do. Let them go. Also, when you're talking about things like I have a friend who has been on a job hunt for a while and they have no idea why, but nothing is working no matter what they do. It's not working. And it just seems like every time they do get a job, it doesn't work out right. And they, they can't figure out what the problem is. And, and when asked, well, what do you really want to do? They're like, I don't know. I just want to make a lot of money. Well, um, you know, spirit's not really good at, at fulfilling those kind of wishes because it's so nebulous and the motivation is not there. The, the foundation is not there for you to be something more, for you to grow. That's, that's not going to help you be a better person. That's not, not looking at what your, what your life purpose is or why you're here, what you're supposed to be doing with or for other people. You really need to consider these things. If God takes care of the birds and the animals upon the earth, then surely he will take care of you. It's there. There's enough abundance. There's enough of everything right now. We need to take care of it. We need to love it and watch it grow. There have been studies on plants that show that a plant will become healthier and grow faster if it's loved, if somebody talks to it and actually sends energy to it. The same is true for healing, mending bones, getting over illnesses and things like that. If there's a lot of love in the room, then it heals more quickly. Things mend faster. Now, with that being said, there are times when we come upon an illness or we come upon a point in our lives where things seem to be on hold. And it's actually for our benefit, believe it or not, even though it may seem difficult to go through or it might be something that is very uncomfortable, it is a positive thing for us because it's making us grow. It's forcing us to look at certain issues. It's forcing the people around us to look at things differently. So that's something you need to be aware of also is that, that sense of everything having a purpose. Now, so far as being stuck in a, in a rut or being on hold, there are times, and we, because we're in such, our society is such that you constantly have to be doing, 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 otherwise you feel really guilty about not doing. Sometimes spirit gives us a breather before something really big comes up. So 
for instance, for uh, out of my own life, uh, I've been through quite a bit this year. There's been a lot of changes. And I went through almost two months where I had almost no business. It was, you know, it got kind of scary. I mean, I had enough to cover, but I was supposed to be taking this trip in the fall. I had saved money for two years for this trip, and that money was quickly going because I had no business. And what I came to realize was that spirit was giving me a breather when I would look at the tarot or I would meditate on it, I was just told, relax. You need to relax. You need to rejuvenate. I came out of a a six-year relationship that was not good for me, that did not support me at all, um, where I stunted myself quite a bit because the person I was with was not um, very ambitious or successful and had no desire to be. So I kept myself down, and I don't blame anything on the other person. I chose to stay there. I chose to remain in that, uh, thinking that, you know, I wanted a stable relationship. I wanted a good parent figure for my daughter, and I had all these logical reasons why I was there. And, of course, you know, you really love somebody, but that's not enough. You really need to look at the situation you're in and say, is this feeding me? Is this feeding my soul? Is it possible for it to feed my soul? And if it's not possible, then you need to release that. You need to do what is going to feed you. Now, for me, I know going to church on Sundays is something that I look forward to. I look forward to... Um, being around the kids, and if I get to go to the sermon, it's great. I go to uh, Unity of Hawaii here, and I will look for Unity churches as I'm traveling cross-country. And I know that, uh, and being around certain people who really enliven me because of their intellect and their spirituality and just their being, their being positive and uplifting. And, And I'm not talking about somebody who just flatters you. And it's empty. I'm talking about people who really support you and tell you what you need to hear. And they, they show you a different way of looking things, looking at things. And they're, they can be brutally honest because they're giving you what it is that you need. The, they're giving you what, what your experience needs what your soul is craving. They're pushing you forward. And it's not, always, it's not always easy. Oftentimes it's not easy at all. But it's something you need to do. And when people tell you something that you don't want to hear, maybe it's something that you need to look at. It was very difficult to hear uh, from my friends once I left this relationship that um, the words they used was that it was painful to watch me be with this other person. It was painful. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> well, I was going through it, you know. Um, but oftentimes, even with our closest friends, we feel like we cannot interfere in those types of things. But sometimes you need to. If you see that someone is in a, an abusive relationship, whether it's emotional or mental or spiritual, physically abusive relationships are a little bit easier to confront because it's usually more more apparent, 
But the way to bring someone into a realization is to talk to them frankly and to ask them questions so they start looking at things differently. Just ask the questions. Don't accuse. Don't point a finger. Just ask the question or questions to lead them where they need to be, to, to wake them up, to make them realize. And maybe they're in an abusive situation because there's some kind of karmic tie there or some kind of karmic debt that needs to be paid. And they'll figure that out in the end. Um, so that being said, we have 12 minutes left. What I would like to do is to lead you through a meditation where we can try to remove any blocks that are there. So, get yourself situated. Either sit up straight with your feet flat on the floor or you can lay down. Just be in a comfortable position. This is not going to be a long meditation. And take a deep breath. And again. With each breath in, imagine beautiful golden white light entering you through your breath, filling you, coursing through you, cleansing you, and then release all the toxins, all the trash, and all the negativity with your out-breath. Release your breath out with force. Create a cannonball. Breathe in the beautiful golden white light. Let it course through your body. Feel it in your veins. Feel it as it cleanses your heart and your throat, gathering up the dirt, gathering up the useless, and it all collects and we release. And again, feel the golden white light as it circulates now through your throat and your head. It cleanses your thoughts. It goes deep into the subconscious, cleansing and clearing and cleaning and release. And breathe in the golden white light, now cleansing your brain, your subconscious, different layers of your energetic, your throat, your heart chakra, your lungs, pulling out the pain and suffering that you're holding on to and release and breathe in and it clears your lungs swirling through and around pulling out all your sadness pulling out your depression your anger that which no longer serves you and release and breathe in and feel this energy as it enters 
your torso and your stomach, cleansing your gallbladder of anger and your liver of angst, going into your sexual organs and cleansing them of anxiety and fear and release. And breathe in. And feel this energetic as it moves through you, swirling around, coming in through the heart and the lungs, and rotating out to the brain, the arms, the stomach, the sexual organs, down the legs. It now cleanses your entire being. Hold it in your mouth for a moment and let it out like a cannonball. One more time. One more time, we're going to take a deep breath. We're just going to see ourselves as completely gold and white. We're going to feel this energy coursing through us, cleansing and clearing, and know that this energy remains with us through the day. And when we feel it, when we feel its yearning, we'll take a deep breath and release it with force. to remove all blockages, to release our negativity, to make room for God, for the universe, for love, for prosperity, and for abundance of all things. Take a deep breath and slowly release it. Relax. We thank our guardians and guides for helping us and for continuing to help us. We feel relaxed and cleansed and open. We know we are protected. And we ask our guides to please show us how to release these blockages from our lives and to allow us an easy transition with signposts that are clear and obvious. Now come completely back in your body. Feel the new resonance. Feel all your energy. Shake your hands and your feet. Be aware. Be aware that you need to relax. It is essential. If you are depleted, you cannot help anyone else. If you work yourself to exhaustion, you're of no use to your employer because you become very inefficient. So I hope you like that. I know it's a difference in my shoulders. You may have muscles that feel kind of sore as if um, they're bruised once you do this kind of a release. A uh, good massage is a good idea. Acupuncture is a good idea. Um, these things help you release blockages. And also, um, when this happens, you may find soreness in your muscles. When your muscles are tense for too long, the blood is not circulating, so a lot of toxins stay in that area. So after getting a really good massage or a really good um, acupuncture treatment or doing a meditation of this kind, you will want to drink a lot of water. 
and uh, make sure you release regularly. Don't don't hold it. If you know what I mean. So, with that being said, you're going to have homework this week, like you do every week. Your homework this week is to realize that you can manifest whatever it is that you need. One of the keys is to be very specific as to what that is and to know the difference between needs and wants. And our mantra for the week is going to be, I get what I need easily and quickly. I am open to the abundance around me. I get what I need easily and quickly. I am open to the abundance around me. So we have four minutes left. And in the four minutes that we have left, what I would like to do is let you know a few things. One is um, I mentioned acupuncture and massage as being very good for release. And I know there's a lot of parts of the country where acupuncture is, is hard to find. There's many different types of acupuncture. And this is coming from a person who is absolutely terrified of needles. I went to an acupuncturist who uh, at the time was on the Big Island. Now she lives here. Her name is Deborah Harrison. She's in Hawaii Kai on the island of Oahu. If you have the opportunity uh, to see Deborah Harrison, she is definitely one of the best practitioners I've ever experienced. There's nobody like her. Uh, she's very, very intuitive, and um, she is extremely good at what she does, where she's uh, she's just amazing. I can't even explain to you. But her treatments are, are pretty painless, which is awesome. And, and you just feel so good afterwards and have so much energy afterwards, I can't even begin to tell you. Um, call her for an appointment. The number is 808-864-2152. She is on our website, psychicinhawaii.com. You should be referring to this website often. My uh, other favorite acupuncturist, um, who is just becoming an acupuncturist, but who is also a massage therapist, extraordinaire, very intuitive, wonderful girl. She's also on Oahu, and um, her name is Amy Evans, and her contact information is also on the website. To call her for an appointment, it is 808-722-2344. And she's extraordinary. I'm uh, right now working with her uh, to get ready for my trip. And, of course, as always, I highly recommend uh, a session with Christopher Elo, Shaman Christopher Elo, because he is uh, one of the people who really helped me transform and utilize the, the horrible breakup that I went through and use it as a as a wonderful experience that actually changed my life for the better in so many ways. So I would, I would highly recommend anyone who's going through any type of an emotional situation. Uh, he is absolutely awesome. And he is on the island also. His number is 808-375-0864. And this Tuesday, they are doing, he and his wife, 
are doing a um, an energy awareness class for beginners, and that will be in Kailua. So you can call them and sign up for the class. It's Tuesday night, and that also is on our website, psychicinhawaii.com. Tonight, I'm going to continue Party with a Purpose, which is at the Blue Ocean Thai Restaurant, and that is going to be a lot of fun. I will be there. There will be people there doing readings. I probably will not be doing readings, and it's only $10, and you get food and wonderful music, and it's awesome. July 31st on Saturday, the day before my birthday, I will be at the Leo Party annual Nefertiti's Night on the Nile, um, and that is a benefit for the Hawaiian Animal Sanctuary and Hearts Healing Angels. And if you want more information on that, again, see our website. Uh, I'll be there doing mini readings for $20, and it will be the last event of that kind that I will be doing um, August 8th at Gaia Hawaii. I'll be teaching my last Crystals and Gemstones class workshop at Gaia Hawaii. And um, I think that's pretty much it. Don't forget to do your homework. Blessings and love to all. And just remember, if you approach all your situations with love in your heart, you'll always have the right answer. God bless.